Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Beamers and Beamer here on WBEN. <laughs> Hope everyone's having a good day. I mean, it looks beautiful outside. Um, skip out of work and uh, go enjoy it if you can. Okay. That's a great idea. <laughs> Just leave. Yeah, I'll see you, Brian. <laughs> leave the office. Uh, looks beautiful out and uh, will be throughout the rest of the day. Uh, hope everyone's having a good Thursday. We have uh, behind the glass our new producer. I'm sorry, man. I, I don't even know your name. Zach Jones. All right, Zach Jones. Zach. Zach, tell me a little bit about yourself, Zach. I uh, went to college at Buff State. I swam there for a year. I swam in high school. I'm um, a Cleef Hill kid, so Sal Capaccio, me and him have the same alma mater. Nice. Uh, born and raised in Buffalo, Chittawaga. Uh Yeah, and like this is like my third week here, so yeah. we're rocking and rolling. Cool. <laughs> this is the show you start on. Um, <laughs> this is the training show. <laughs> um, so a swimmer, in high, like what do, do you swim specific strokes when you swim in college and stuff? It, does it get down to that level? Or oh, yeah, do you yeah. just do it, it, it all? It's very specific and all that stuff. I, I did uh, Butterfly, which is what Michael Phelps swam. I did the individual medley, which is all four strokes in a single race, and then I did a long-distance freestyle. If you were to race Michael Phelps now, you know, old Michael Phelps, how like how much would he beat you by? By, like, probably two body lengths. Come on. Like, like hardcore. You're giving him too much credit. Just run away with it. He'd get out of the pool, be dried off, and then I'd finish. Really? I mean, they're <laughs> that much faster than you? Absolutely, absolutely, yeah. Hmm. That's interesting. Were you, like, on the 10,000-calorie diet like he was? Uh, no, I, I never did that much, but I I did eat a lot. I have a high metabolism swimming, so I was a lot of calories gone, a lot of junk food, a lot of fast food. But I don't I don't think I was ever ten thousand calories a day. Nice. Well, now that you're done, you can't do that. No, no, you're no, done. no. I mean, my metabolism's still kicking. I'm still in my early twenties, but I'm I'm yeah. feeling by thirty. It's think about it that soon. Sorry. Sadly, I'm doing the ten thousand calorie diet, but yeah. I'm, I'm not doing anything on top yeah. of it. No uh, swimming for Jill. Yeah. Thanks for being with us here on BMAS and Beaver. It's um, you know one of the uh, recurring things we say we always would take anybody's complaints on the New York State Thruway Authority. Oh, and you know we were lucky enough to be joined by the Thruway Authority Executive Director earlier this morning. A lot of talk about some of the new proposals there. On yet again, here they are in the news. Speed cameras. This time, speed cameras. And, you know, it's amazing how these things go through. So the, uh, it was signed into law back on Labor Day. It's now, you know, we're having the discussions about it. Not expected to actually be implemented until, some, which I guess it would be construction season, but summer of next year. Speed, za- speed cameras in work zones on the thruway. Oh, great. And what could possibly go wrong? 
in, you know, when we're talking about, we're bringing in the throughway charging people money for things and speed uh, cameras in zones together. Two of, what, the most unpopular things that we've talked about in the past year? The throughway and... Now being combined into one? Yes, into one monster, uh, the Thruway, which, Brian, as you said, we could do a month worth of shows on Thruway complaints. And now Speedway cameras, which pretty much took up uh, the entire summer of conversation when talking about traffic. So, yeah, the big uh, they're gone in Buffalo. They were there for a while. Allegedly. And here is the big, um, I think, thing that a lot of people have maybe trouble in the conversation with when it comes to the speed cameras because on the surface it's you know it's an idea that i think most people will be fine with yeah you know i on the surface it's maybe a good suggestion to say you know in the case of the city of buffalo it's we want people slowing down in areas where there's young kids walking to and from school in the throughways case we want people slowing down in areas where there's workers, you know, yes. right there next to a car that might be going 70 miles an hour. Right. So on the surface, you look at it and you say, well, yeah, that's probably a good idea. If we can end that, cars zipping through uh, and by schools going, you know, way over the speed limit or cars not slowing down in work zones at all while there's people on the job on the throughway, that seems like a good idea. Anything you can do to temper that just a little bit. Okay. But then the program starts, and it's like, you know, it just becomes the most unpopular thing ever because it never seems to go according to plan or it never quite seems to work out the way that everybody wants it to, right? Never does. And there's always people being, as we learned over the summer, I mean, uh, they should cut. They should uh, talk to Buffalo City Council uh, about the uh, unpopularity of of traffic cams. I mean, they they're supposed to do one thing, and as we saw in Buffalo, they're ticketing people all the time. Now you're in a tr- you're in a work zone, right? And as you said, Brian, in an active work zone, slow down. Well, what if I go through the work zone when the lights aren't blinking? Is the camera still going to get me uh, going? You know, at a, what would be an acceptable speed if the work zone is not active at the moment? Uh, I mean, you can just you can just start to see the questions that will be asked and the things that will happen. And uh, if, if it's if it's put together as well as the easy pass, anyone that drives by the traffic camera will get a ticket. <laughs> yeah, it, it's not what you want. And then, it, you know, it starts to you kind of go into the and I always try to not put the tinfoil hat on. But then you go into the slippery slope aspect of it. Of it's like, okay, we put a speed camera here, and then you know, why don't we put one here? And then all of a sudden, you know, hey, we have cameras here, 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 and now everybody's right. speed is trying. Or hey, you know, how about we just use a speed monitoring device inside your car, like they're talking about to track mileage in case the uh, gas tax isn't enough. 
that we want to put a per-mile tax on cars. That's been kicked around in Congress with this new infrastructure bill. Well, you know, we can also use that little device to monitor speed. And, you know, anytime your speed, why don't we just limit your car so you can't go over 60 miles an hour? We'll put that in the computer trip. It, you know, you try to not sound like A restrictor plate like, like in a racing? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you, you try to not sound like that, but I don't think it's it's not crazy to all of a sudden go off into the deep end no. uh, when thinking about all these types of things. And then it's just, you know, it's the organization in total, right? It's the throughway authority. Ooh. That it's one thing to have something you hold to high regard and, you know, with a lot of respect and trust saying that they're going to implement a new policy, right? I, I mean, it's like, uh, you know, back, let's go 10 years ago when Apple comes out with the, you know, the second iPhone or something like that. They had such a track record of great products that you have no doubts going and spending a ton of money on that new phone because, wow, you know, the computer was great. And this iPod was great. And now, you know, the phone, I'm, I, I believe in you guys. Yeah. I think it's going to be great. And, you know, now not so much. You know, in the next 10 years, well, you know, it's kind of just the same as the other, you know, piece of junk that's in your pocket, whatever. <laughs> uh, but it, it, it would be one thing if it's coming from, a, you know, a place with a great track record, a place with a lot of respect. But it's not. It's coming from the state throughway authority. That I, does anybody? I, I mean, is there any organization that just kind of riles you up, like the throughway authority? Anytime you get a toll by mail, anytime you get double charged on one of these new tolls, anytime you have to pay a toll, period. I, you kind of feel that, and so I think that might add to a little bit of the frustration and everything we've heard over the last twenty-four hours. Yeah, the, the New York State Thruway Authority. I mean, here's an idea. As Brian said, why don't you work on getting the toll by mails thing? I mean, you still have people who have easy passes who are getting double charged. You still have people who look at their account and have eight hundred dollars in violations when they have a fully stocked easy pass. I mean, why don't we work on getting these things straightened out? You can you can understand why red flags are going up when the New York State Thruway Authority, which charges you to drive on most of it, and it's the most uncomfortable ride of any of the fifty states and well, forty eight states. And you can understand why people are Red flags when you want to add more cameras to the thruway when the ones you have now aren't doing the job they're supposed to do. I mean, you have thousands and thousands of complaints, and that's just here in Western New York, of people whose easy passes are being charged incorrectly, they're being double charged, they're getting $100 bills in the mail for going to Transit Road from the 290. You can understand why, you know, maybe it's not time to put cameras in, it's time to fix what you just installed. So when I take my uh, grandmother to uh, go and get a vaccination shot back when they were first coming out, and, you know, you drive down to Hamburg, and by the end of the day, the toll ends up costing $7 to drive on, <laughs> you know, for two miles. Right. Um, it leaves a bad taste in your it mouth. It sure does. Just a little bit. Um, the one thing that stuck with me, and this is what I'm hoping that somebody has some new ideas on. I don't even think you need a new idea if we're going to be, you know, quite honest. Um, we talked with Matt Driscoll. He's the executive director of the State Thruway Authority. And, you know, he made the point when it comes to tolls, even when it comes to eliminating the toll and creating a toll-free zone 
in between the toll barrier and, you know, Transit Road or the toll barrier and Hamburg, right? You know, these little stretches that people locally could right. just use to hop on, hop off. Yes. Might alleviate some traffic on Main Street in Williamsville or some of these other areas. Uh, even when it came to 15 cents, you said, well, no, every dime matters because we <laughs> operate and maintain the thruway on toll revenue entirely. And there has to be a better way to do it, right? Doesn't there have to be a better way? Than to maintain on, the thruway? Yeah, than just on toll revenue entirely and on everything. I was trying to compare. See, and here's the tough thing. It's tough to compare one road in one state run by one agency to another. Mm. Um, I, I was trying to do that a little bit with Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania has a good highway system. But it's a little bit different because the turnpike is different from everything else. So here are a little bit of the differences between the two. That, you know, sure, in New York State, you don't have to take the thruway. I mean, you could, you know, ride any other, you know, on these little roads. But you're more likely to, you know, kind of in the normal flow of things, have to be on the thruway when you're entering the state. And when you're going through it, then you would be in Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania, you can enter from the north. You won't hit the turnpike and the toll roads right. until you're way down on the southern end of the state. Yep. So you can go from Cleveland or Buffalo or wherever to Pittsburgh and be totally fine. And then if you want to cross over to Philadelphia, well, it's going to cost you on the turnpike. The turnpike is more expensive to drive on. Than the thruway is okay, but the thruway I think you'd have more people uh, attracting because it's such a a more complex road situation, right? So the thruway you got like four hundred, uh, almost five hundred miles, just about five hundred miles on the thruway. The turnpike is three hundred sixty miles. I would want to compare the two because weather is the big factor. You can't compare what's going on in Buffalo with some road down in Arizona or Florida or right. somewhere where they don't get all the snow. Yeah, I could compare the 90 to the 95. Yeah, you, you, where you have all this maintenance. But in Pennsylvania, for their 360 miles, as opposed to our 500 miles, there's, a hundred, there's uh, about 1,900 employees working uh, for their uh, transit authority that takes care of the turnpike. We have nearly 4,000 employees, so double the amount of people working on it. And we have doubled the budget. It costs Pennsylvania about $426 million a year. It costs us about $872 million a year. And, you know, things are, like I said, it's tough to compare from one to another. Things are a little bit more complicated. In New York, you have all the bridges down by the city of New York and some of the other things. But, you know, is there... If we're just kind of maintaining the roads now, right? I mean, it was paid off. That happened in 1996. Oh, nice. The tolls were supposed to go away once it was paid off. We decided, eh, let's keep them. Um, let's raise them. <laughs> let's keep them. Let's keep them going up. Um, <laughs> but it's paid off, so we're just doing maintenance. And How is it our maintenance costs twice as much? For a stretch of road. I mean, at the end of the day, we're talking about repairing the road, right? And are, how much of that maintenance are we doing? Because, Brian, I like to do – see, you've got all the numbers. I like to do the eye test. You drive from Buffalo to Cleveland, okay? How many times in that drive are you paying a toll? 
once is the answer, and that is on the 90 in New York State. You go to Pennsylvania, you go to Ohio. I believe, and I think most people that made that drive would agree, that the roads are, that the, the, the stretch of 90 is so much better once you cross those state lines and you're not paying a toll. You go into Ohio, they have the same weather conditions as us, right? Cleveland's on the same mm-hmm. lake as us. I don't notice the ups and downs, the changing in the, the leveling of the road in those other two states. And, and you're it, not reaching for change. And I'm not reaching for change, right? I mean, it, it, all you have to do is just take. Route 90 for four hours and tell me what the worst stretch of that four hours was. And I guarantee all of you will tell me it's the stretch you paid for in New York State. So we're spending all this money on maintenance. Is all this maintenance just downstate maintenance? Where is this maintenance taking place? Because I'm going to tell you, as someone who drives a lot and drives around New York State a lot, I don't notice that maintenance I've noticed it once in the last five years, Brian, and that's when um, right after the Angola exit, when it was all beat up, Mm -hmm. they finally ripped that up and put a smooth road in. a decade-long dispute. Yes. That's the one time I can point and say, I saw maintenance. It was that one time (laughs) in the last five years. But you go from here to Syracuse, you go from here to Cleveland, and I guarantee you, you're going to see some ugly stretches of Route 90 in New York State. So... You, you give patches. You give me that big number, and okay, that's great. And I probably wouldn't have as much of an issue if we saw that in Western New York. But just like anything else in New York State, when we drop money, where where am I seeing that? Where am I seeing the result of that money spent? Yeah, um, it can't all be going to maintaining the road, right? Um, it can't all go toward those costs. I mean, maybe it goes toward you know a staff of four thousand people nearly. Uh, in Connecticut, they got rid of their tolls and their toll barrier system. Uh, obviously, it's much smaller than what right. is here in New York. Uh, but, you know, same weather, same need to keep up to date with maintenance of the road. They uh, had 10 years ago kicked around the idea in Connecticut of charging a $5 toll at the borders. Right, so uh, you know, if you're in state, you wouldn't see a toll. But if you're going from state to state, five dollars. Five dollars to enter the state. To enter the state, yeah, basically. Okay. Um, it, they said it could generate about six hundred million dollars in revenue just by doing that, which would by far take care of their entire cost yes. for one time. The governor then, though Dan Malloy, said, "I don't know if when we get this toll revenue, if you know after I'm gone." You know, even before I'm gone, if you could guarantee to me that it would be spent exclusively on repairs <laughs> to the infrastructure. Right. Something tells me that we collect that money and we're going to find other ways to do it. And then we're going to kind of lose sight of where it all began in the first place. So, you know, I, what's uh, what's happening here? How can we improve? How can we Take the money that we're spending here in New York that you don't typically spend. I always make the comparison to Pittsburgh, too. You go to Pittsburgh, you drive over 20 bridges, you know, if you're there for five minutes. And here the Grand Island Bridge, it's $1.25 now, I believe. Yes. To cross over the Grand Island Bridge. It's all for maintenance. I don't pay a dime when I'm crossing over all the... So somehow, somehow (laughs) those bridges are being maintained, all of them around the city. Somehow somebody is paying for it. And you're not digging it out. And I say this, Joe, you can charge me. I really think it's the process, too. 
I think it is the process because you can charge me whatever it is, the max amount that I would spend on tolls in a year, add $50 to it, roll that into my taxes yeah. for a year, and I and tell me that I'm paying it, and tell me why the taxes are more, and it would not bother me as much as just the the little, you know, 15 cents. Here's 50 cents. Here's the, every single time you're going through the tolls. And it's just like every single reminder that, oh, yeah, we're taking money from you. We're taking money from you here. We're taking money from you here. And I don't know why that really bothers me more than – and it's the sign. You enter New York. Uh, oh, you know, yeah. with the big sign we'll bill saying, you. we will bill you. I, and just things like that. Just uh, it, it irritates me more going through the process, having to get the mail, send the mail back, uh, dealing with Easy Pass, the two hours plus on hold uh, of doing all these things oh, when something goes wrong. It's hell, I know. You, you were, I mean, you spent like eight hours on hold yourself. Yeah. Well, for, eight, for $800, I would have been on hold until yeah. someone talks to me. Uh, so I, it's all of that that kind of bugs me. How can it be better Run 803-0930, our Volkswagen of Orchard Park text board, and our phone lines are open. And, and when you t- when you tell talk about paying the uh, paying tolls to keep up maintenance, do we? Have, how does the money from the federal government, the money that, that every state gets every year from the federal government for highway management for infrastructure, how does that factor into that number? Um, and how does that not alleviate the tolls just a little bit? I think is another uh, a question I have. And, and someone brought up that, Joe, they just paid the two ninety. Okay, that's a small section of the throughway. <laughs> I mean, the 290, parts of the 290 they just paved. Yes, believe me, I know. It was a pain in the butt to get to work when they were doing it. And that's great. Thank you. It's still not a majority of the throughway in western New York. And it's not a majority of the throughway. And you get on the 90 right now and drive to Erie, Pennsylvania, and tell me the part you pay for is better than the part you don't pay for in Pennsylvania. Because if you tell me that, I'm looking at a liar. It's BMAZ and Beamer, and we're back after this. Hey, welcome back. BMAZ and Beamer here on News Radio 930 WBEN. Want to clarify two things. Uh, number one, the 290 not run by the New York State Thruway Authority. So we're right back to my first point being accurate. Um, so sorry, that is not a, a, a section of the New York State Thruway Authority. Number Doing two. Doing yeoman's work on the 290. 290's a nice ride once they uh, pave you know, the graded pavement i like it yeah once they do it it's doing good oh yeah well you gotta wait through the yeah because now, now they've just started paving the other side yeah and that's bothering me on my way out. to work yeah it's tough when you don't know it's going to be groove payment because i don't read any of the signs i just drive yeah <laughs> you know? it just catches you but you know it's a nice wake up at four in the morning though mm-hmm. uh, and then someone says uh try standing near a highway now imagine standing next to traffic on the highway everyone's on their phone speeding i'm 100 percent in favor of cameras here's the thing if I trusted that that's the, what the cameras were for, they were for the uh, the, the work zones, and they were going to stay at the work zones, and there would be no issue whatsoever, yes, obviously, I, I care about the safety of those working in work zones, and everyone, even lead, people with lead feet, should slow down in, in work zones. My, I think our point is, uh, this is the New York State Thruway Authority we're talking about. Well, I, I think it's a, it's a little bit different, right? Because I think what you are saying is that you're for enforcement. And if if you're for enforcement, I don't think many people are going to disagree with you. No. If you're for enforcement. I mean, that was, if you go back to the mayor's big argument in Buffalo, he was pro-enforcement. This was his way of enforcing 
you know, the speed limit yes. inside of a school zone in Buffalo. And if you put it that way, that all right, we have a speed limit here. It's in an important area like a school, like a work zone, and we're going to enforce this. I, you know, I, I think yes. I think about yep. on uh, Twin City Highway. There's been that construction going on for the entire summer on one of the bridges there, and I, there's a lot of times. I mean, you know, m- not most of the time I would say, but you know, maybe half the time I'm driving through that area, there is an officer. There's a state trooper positioned somewhere along before or after you get into that construction or in the middle or something like that. And, and that's enforcement. And, you know, I, people see it enough times and they start to, you know, really slow down if they weren't doing so already. I, I think I'm definitely pro-enforcement of this when it comes to a school zone, when it comes to a work zone, when it comes to a red light, you know, in, in a busy intersection, dangerous, how many accidents do you see? Um, you know, big intersections like that, people just running through red lights. That's right. But there's a difference between enforcement and the camera aspect, right? Yes. Uh, there's a difference between enforcing something and then using a piece of technology that, uh, you know, has been up and down and whether or not we can trust it to actually exactly. enforce it the right way to actually enforce these laws. And it gets even more complicated. It's who's driving the vehicle. Are you charging the owner of the vehicle every time? Are you going even further? Okay, we have a camera, and then we have to identify the driver, and then hopefully we identify your face from a mugshot somewhere, and uh, then we can send the bill to the right place or something like that. That's an episode of Columbo, by the way. (laughs) Where uh, Not surprised that you wouldn't know Where the president um, from my date with the president's daughter was uh, the bad guy, and he paid someone to wear a mask of his face when driving through one of those speed cameras and purposely speeding, so they thought he was there and he had an alibi anyway yeah. that but that that goes to your point here's another thing are we going to put all this money into these cameras like we did in the city of buffalo and then six months realize they're not working they're not enforcing uh, they're they're cleaning up more of a mess than they're actually what they're supposed to be for and by cleaning up a mess i mean ticketing people that aren't speeding through the the, the zone getting the wrong license plates charging the wrong cars so we're going to put all this money that the state doesn't have, that the throughway authority doesn't have because they're paying 4,000 people. They're apparently doing maintenance somewhere. Are we going to spend all this money just to have the cameras turned off in six months? Well, and that's why, you know, a lot of people are throwing, right, the uh, the accusation up there. This is not about safety. This is not about anything. This is just about collecting more of course. fees. Of course. And that's when you run into that situation where people are just going to accuse you of collecting more fees instead of actually doing anything to improve the safety in the roads. I will say there's one scenario where I am absolutely fine with the camera, where I think it would work perfect. And that's what you're starting to see now. And that's on the school buses. When that stop arm goes out and you can catch people who drive through and pass the school bus when the flashing red lights are on. That's a pretty cut and dry thing. That's literally only on. I mean, the stop sign has to go out and for the camera to be out there, to catch whoever's speeding by it. It's a, a targeted thing. It's not something that's easily enforced because it's not in a stationary zone. You know, a work zone is a work zone it's right for there. months on end. Right. You a, a school bus it. is all over the place. Yep. You're not going to have a police officer follow every single school bus around. Right. So that's an area where this kind of makes sense. Makes a ton of sense. And those people should lose their license. And you, 
you would not expect there to be a bunch of technical problems like what we've seen all over <laughs> no, the place no. with that. It's a camera on the end of the stop yeah. sign. Um, but that's the one area. Every other area, it's, you know, why don't we try enforcement first before right. we do any of this and see if it improves? Uh, we'll go to Steve. He's in Lancaster. Now you're on WBEN. Steve, what's on your mind? Hey, Steve. Steve, we'll try to see if you're there. We'll, we'll get back to we'll you. We'll get back to Steve. Steve on line one. We couldn't hear you. But another thing, Brian, these cameras don't work. Go back to, to you know, hey, it, it's there for six months. They have all these technical issues. It doesn't work. They have to shut them down. Now you're paying 50 cents to go from the 290 to Transit Road. I mean, that's how they get their money back. They pretty much said that. The way they get their money is from tolls. Well, if they put money into these cameras, it doesn't work. Now you're paying 50 cents to go to Transit Road. That's how I look at it. <laughs> that's right. I mean, there is... I, there is a debt that I'm pretty sure is still being carried around by the throat of like billions of dollars. I mean, some uh, people are paying 50 cents to go to the transit road, but you know. Yeah, I, well, I mean, <laughs> look, I, I've been paying sometimes, you know, $7 in tolls because they get mailed to me, even though my car is registered in an easy pass. If I don't have the easy pass on and out and in the proper position every time I'm driving because it's in my wife's car or something, then we, right? Oh uh, uh, yeah. Then, then it gets then it's the extra thirty, and then if you forget to uh, pay the bill on time or in the proper way, then it's uh, an extra whatever fee. How ridiculous to is the that? rest of it? Can't it, we just? Can't you have our license plate number? Can't that be enough? Do we need the little bug under our uh, reverse mirror? You would think so. You would think so, right? With this, but you know, it's uh, is there a better way? And this is not just going to be a throughway authority problem. I, I mean, this is there's so much money around, right? Right. I mean, we're talking about a three and a half trillion dollar infrastructure bill in front of Congress right now that they're debating and going back and forth. And that's on top of a one and a half trillion dollar bill that is likely to be passed. So trillions and trillions of dollars. This is on top of the aid that's already being distributed or held up by the federal government. And there's money everywhere. And it's like when I, I say um, you have the money, you have the way to pay a school bus driver $100 an hour when you need school buses. I, I Earlier this morning, we were looking over in Iowa. There's a story out in Iowa City. It's becoming a growing issue. And we're seeing this right across the country. You might even see it here locally. You're driving down um, Brighton. Uh, you know, you can see uh, some of the new fields being built. At Kenny's, which, you know, as far as we know, not having a nice. big school bus driver problem. No. But there is there is money to be had somewhere. There's a growing number of school districts in the U.S. using federal pandemic funding on athletics projects. Good. Now, one school district in Iowa spent $100,000 on a weight room renovation. Awesome. Another in Wisconsin spending $1.5 million on new turf fields all around. Now, school officials argue, this is, I think, Joe, what you're arguing, that the projects support students' physical and mental health. Yep. However, others are saying, well, the funding should probably go to help students recover from learning loss or doing something else. Either way you look at this, in one district, there was a million and a half, uh, one and a half million dollars that they couldn't figure out what to do with so they're like hey let's build some turf fields but when they could have been spending that money to address something else how could the money address learning loss i mean that's something that's going to be addressed in the classrooms 
when they came well, back to school. Not necessarily in the classroom. How about making up for the last uh, for the learning lack of uh, learning tutors who only some families can afford to do out of school hours. Why not put that money toward hiring tutors that would be assigned to students who you know are struggling and who aren't getting that extra help you, outside of school? You could definitely throw money at that, but I have no problem with these schools throwing it at athletics. And I think they should encourage more and more students to, to, to participate in athletics because if we learned anything over the last 18 months, it's the better shape you're in, uh, the less a uh, virus like COVID-19. Sure, but you really think you, you're going to put a bunch of new turf fields and all of a sudden... Now we're going to have uh, every kid in the school is going to be running around. Hey, I'm saying more with the weight room adjustments. I, I can see that money. Hey, if it gets if it gets more kids to play sports, maybe the turf fields are more attractive. Who knows what they had before? Maybe they still had AstroTurf, and that's why no one was coming out Go for the football team. Go run around the field. Go run around the field. But what I'm, what I'm <laughs> saying is this is one example right. of money is out there, and, and we there has to be more efficient and better ways to do things than what we're doing now. If the money is out there for the schools, uh, the money is there somewhere to fix the roads to where we're not now looking for more ways to take it a little bit more out of our pockets. Uh, let's try Steve again. Steve, sorry we couldn't connect the first time. What's going on? Uh, I thought I heard someplace that the Thruway Authority money, part of it is siphoned off to support the Erie County or the Erie Canal. That's correct. So why? Why? <laughs> I don't understand that. That's a good question. But in 1992, uh, the New York State Thruway Authority was uh, given ownership of canal maintenance of the Erie Canal. It, it's a great question. And I'd like you to never know drive how, on the Erie Canal? <laughs> I'd like to know how much money from the uh, Thruway Authority is going to the canal. But that is a uh, that is a factual statement since 1992. And, and the other thing that you guys were just talking about. Uh, Tonawanda East High School, they're putting in a, a turf field there, right? Millions of dollars. Why? But they can't, they can't get bus drivers. Interesting. I, Steve, that is, that is an, the big question, yes. right? I, I mean, it's if the funds are there, you know, where are the ideas? You know, where is the person with the light bulb above their head and saying, wait, hang on, before you bring the bulldozer in, got to get these kids to school. Right. Let's uh, let's no. figure that one out first. Let's uh, or in what we're talking about here with the Thruway Authority, you know, I don't know. Before we hire new directors or we give out raises to wherever or we install flashy new toll systems or you know <laughs> we we have these new cameras or we uh, put a study out before we put an RFP out, before we spend time looking at, and all this costs money, by the way, all the new cameras that we could put in work zones. Hang on a second. Is there a better way to spend this money? Right. Could we use this money to pave something? Could we use this money to enforce it better with the resources that we currently have before we start to you know, Take raise money somewhere else? I do love... And this is my favorite thing that I've heard. And it wasn't before it was Kathy Hochul when she was lieutenant governor and she was going around to all the new uh, toll barriers. Um, I, <laughs> I, and I was, I was saying this back when uh, we might have played the clip here where she was celebrating, you know, knocking down the toll barriers. And it, she said, well, here it's the moment you've all been waiting for. It's we're getting rid of the toll barriers. You know, yeah, a big celebration here. And I said, wait, hang on a second. No, you misunderstood me. We wanted to get away with the tolls. Right, I, right. It's not the barriers. 
It's the toll. It's what the barriers collect. <laughs> and, and then we heard from the Thruway Authority director, Matt Driscoll, who said, you know, oh, it's getting rave reviews from everybody. They love the new uh, tolling That's system. because you talked to them before they went home. I'm like, wait, hang on a second. I, no one talked to me about it. I am not personally happy every time that you're taking money out for me to drive right. from one place to another. And only here, by the way. This is, you know, the only place where I'm driving and uh, paying money on a regular basis. To clarify my last statement, obviously I'm all for athletic improvements and fitness center improvements, but yes, you have to get kids to school first. That should be the main thing you do with the extra money. Um, if that is taken care of, then we can discuss what the money uh, is there for. But yes, getting kids to school, if you have extra money, should be the number one priority of that money, is getting every student into the classroom. And it's sad to see that that's not happening, not only here in New York State, but around the country. Yeah. Well, I, I'm, uh, <laughs> I don't know. I, some, uh, you know, we have critics out there who are saying that it's on, and you can account me as one of them, blaming everybody for, you know, failing to make sure all this money that's out there is used appropriately. How much of this pandemic money could have been used to address a lot of the issues that we're talking about? I, I mean, not all of it is going to be used specifically on COVID issues. Right. You know, could this money have been used to make a, a great improvement to the throughway? Could this money have been used to, you know, we, we can use this money that's already out there to uh, better keep track of or implement some of these programs that we're talking about with a, a camera in a work zone? Or, I don't know, could we use the money to have a little bit better outreach? And, you know, this is one of these things where when it's something that we think might be popular, we're all out there with pamphlets. <laughs> when it's something that, you know, I don't know, I'm not too sure of, well, I'm sure the news will pick it up, right? And so this is one of those things where it's, ah, I'm sure the news will pick it up, where you're going to hear about it here. But when those hawk signals went up, um, and that's Department of Transportation, a different agency, but when something like that happens that might be a benefit, it's, I mean, there's pamphlets in every business. There's posters all over the place, how to do it, what it's about. Here's a meeting on it, you know, and you have this big campaign to get people aware. We'll see if that happens yep. when uh, the speed uh, cameras go into place. I have another thing they could use the money on, and this might not be as important, but you look at other states. You look when you enter other states. Hey, what's this? A nice welcome center. You walk in. We already did that on Grand Island. Yeah, a welcome center, on, I mean, on state lines. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, when you go into Pennsylvania, when you go into West Virginia of all states, there is a welcome center, Ohio welcome center. New York, as Brian always says, there's a big sign that said, we will bill you. No welcome center, nothing. Now, that's down the list. I'm just saying, there are a lot of things that could be addressed with the New York State through. I would hate it. We did the welcome center. It's in Grand Island. Yeah. No one goes to it. Welcome center, 100 miles away. But I I don't need one right on the border. Why do you need one, period? What does it do? Where are you stopping there? For? Brian, every now and then, you, you, know, you look at what other states are doing, and you try to follow their lead to make New York a more welcoming state. What, you don't always have to follow. What, oh, okay. They have a welcome center in Pennsylvania. It's a, it's a big bathroom. Yeah. And when I have to pee and I just got into New York State and I am given a sign that the next rest stop is 41 miles away, pull over. We, we, we're we're, re we're um, remodeling, knocking down and tearing up all the rest stops. Yeah, we as should it add is. one. We should add one at the entrance. Oh, my goodness. Just things we don't need. No. <laughs> 
False. Things we need. I don't think Bathrooms. So. You know what people say when they come to New York? I really could have used a bathroom. Is that is that really what's on? It's never on my mind. You should go get that checked out. Yeah, I should. I don't know. Um, but, hey, thanks for hanging out with us over the last hour or so. Uh, be mad and be around. How about, hey, did you hear this, by the way? You know, we're uh, getting set for a big Bills game this Sunday night. Can't wait. Uh, NFL is probably going to Germany next year. Are the Bills due for a game overseas? It's been a few years. Been- I know there's been quite a few teams who probably haven't done it in right. the meantime. But they keep adding these games. You know, there's going to be one over in London this Sunday. Big game. Jets-Falcons. How about th- I? That would be a good Bills trip. Germany? Germany? Yes. Germany to support the Bills? Yeah. You know, go watch them play, you know, some game that doesn't matter. (laughs) Over in Germany? I mean, that would be pretty cool. I'm all for it. Take that trip. Let's see see if we can get that to happen. That would be a fun one next year. We'll uh, we'll be back tomorrow. Beamaz and Beamer here on WBEN. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly.